G'day, everyone. Thank you for downloading the podcast. You know this show is about consistency, and on Fridays for the podcast... Here it is. It's Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. And it is a Friday, so we get to do this. Yep. Getting to know. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. Well, didn't the phone ring off the hook this week? So many celebs in ISO and all keen to chat. First up, Liam Payne from One Direction. Liam Payne. Morning, how are you? This is our second day out of isolation. We've all been separated for the last six weeks. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. It's a big Um, moment for us. What's the first thing that you're going to do? The first thing I need to do is go and see my son. He actually said on today on Facebook, he's like, Daddy, we need you here now. And I was literally so close to tears on Facebook. He also did say, Daddy, I can see your belly today as well, which I was, I was rather mildly offended by. Pigs and troughs. His DJ mate Alesso also joined us to chat about their new song together, but he was having a few tech issues. Hey guys, sorry, I got caught out. Uh, my grandma has an iPhone now yeah. and she's been trying to FaceTime me and she's literally <laughs> right now. Uh, I don't think any old person can use Zoom or no, FaceTime no. or anything. You're like, no, down, down. Get like an ear or a forehead. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes this is yeah. so annoying. I learnt Alesso isn't the only one who has trouble with oldies and technology. I get a text message through. I couldn't even decipher it. Mum rings me a second later. Did you get it? Did you get it? I sent you a text message. And I'm like, there's no spaces. So she, she's learned how to send text messages, but she doesn't put the spaces between the words. Right. My mum hasn't quite grasped private messaging and posting directly Brilliant. to my page about her current health issues. Oh, my God. My dad, he kept saying to me, no, it's not my Gmail, my email and I was like no dad your gmail is your email and he was like no no but it says at email well that's because they're the same thing dad (laughs) light dark isolation inspiration yeah man it's time for a poetry slam Abby's done a bit of a spring clean at her place and found one of her old poetry books from her drama days. I love poetry. I would go to these poetry recitals and I'd go, oh, yeah, that was amazing. And people would write their own. And sometimes people would go up and they'd just say one word. Like, they'd get up and they'd go, suffering. And everyone would go, Amazing. Amazing. Now I'll be the first to admit English, not real great at it. I failed it at school. And this poetry stuff doesn't really make much sense to me. Do you know what a sonnet is? Uh, a sonnet, is that a hat? <laughs> Stop! Sorry. I love to fail. Sorry. So a sonnet is a type of poetry, it's 14 lines. Mm. You have to see if you can interpret what this is. Scorn not the sonnet, critic you have frowned with this key to struggle through dark ways and when a damp fell around the path of Milton in his hand the thing became a trumpet. Mm. I heard you talk about the key. Mm. Yes. I heard you talk about Milton. Yep. Um, and what's Milton? Milton is a road Suburb. here in Brisbane. <laughs> Suburb. And, and I'm I, say, if he suburb. says brewery, I'm going to be really annoyed. <laughs> Funny you mention it. He's gone to the Broncos. They've had a big win. Yeah. He's gone past the brewery on the way home, and then he lost his key. He couldn't get in, so he had to sleep on the front porch <laughs> at, at the brewery. There was a whole heap of them there. It was a Bucks party. I love this segment. <laughs> Although I have NFI when it comes to poetry, I learned... Well, Stav. Stav seems to be very learned. It's basically a 
It's the first ever bashing critics saying don't bash our poems because no matter what you think about them, some people somewhere have been given light out of the darkness by our words and our craftsmanship of great poets like the people that they mentioned in there. Yay! Talking about Milton, he was blind, but he still wrote poetry. Of course he was blind. He's been on a bus night. <laughs> We've had so many important people want to chat with us lately, and it's been lovely chatting to all of our ministers of Queensland. It was announced that we'd have more freedom for Mother's Day. Because Queensland has been doing such a great job, from Sunday we will be allowing five members to visit a household. The Health Minister, Stephen Miles, joined us and after covering all the serious stuff like what the new rules meant I learned he's been smashing up Netflix like the rest of us. What are you binging on Netflix at the moment Stephen? We finished Tiger King. Thoughts on Carol Baskin Stephen? What do you reckon? Did Carol Baskin whack her husband, feed him to the tigers? Uh, yes, and I've only just managed to get that song out of my head so thank you. (laughs) Sing it, sing it, come on sing it. Carol Baskin. Killed her husband, whacked him. Give us a song. He's never going to come on again. I'll start you off. Carol Baskin. Killed her husband, whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Oh, you've lost me. We also got a call from the National Treasurer of the Country, Josh Frydenberg. Frydenberg. Someone, please, how do you say it? Let's go live to the Treasurer now, Josh Frydenberg. Josh Frydenberg, you've been busy, haven't you? Mm -hmm. Good morning. Just trying to get about and helping uh, Australians get back into work. I learnt that running the country's bank account is pretty much the same as running the marital one. How different are the conversations around money and budgets between the Prime Minister and then if you sit down with your wife and go over your family budget? (laughs) You know, we all want to live within our means. I suppose that's the goal. There's a few more zeros when it comes to the government. (laughs) Does your wife hate you treasuring me? Stop treasuring me, Josh. (laughs) Well, she's the boss. I can tell you that. Happy Miss O'More Kisso, Josh. Happy Miss O'More Kisso. He's got a lot of... Motto he lives by. I've heard that one before, that's yeah. right. <laughs> After Josh hang up the phone to go and do some official treasurer business, off the air, the three of us got chatting about what we thought the conversations between ScoMo and Josh were like when he was asking for money. Scotty runs uh, the country. Yeah. What would it be like if Scott Morrison and Josh Frydenberg talked like tradies? And it'd be like, brr, brr. Hello, Joshy. Scotty, mate. How you going, bro? I'm in a bit of trouble. Well, what's going on? Need a couple of bill to keep things rolling. Nah, I gave you money last time, mate. My missus is going to be angry if I give you a loan again. Is that Scotty? <laughs> Tell him to bugger off. <laughs> we gave him the money. That's what I've learnt this week, and you can catch up on everything again. It is in our podcast, available all day long at hit105.com.au. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a headline ring? But right now on the show, it is first calls time. So that's when you can call up and talk about anything you want on 131060. Angela in Springfield Lakes, what do you want to say? Uh, good morning, guys. I just want to say um, we bought a house a couple of weeks ago and I've never been so excited to pay my first rate still or water the garden or pull out weeds. I yeah. did that a few days ago. I'm sure oh. the novelty will wear off very soon, though. Oh, oh the yeah. rates one especially. That's <laughs> no, but the first one. It's nice, one. actually. I, I don't know, kind of going, I put can put a picture on the wall yep. and I can hang it up with a nail yes. and I don't care because it's mine. Yes. I mean, yeah. it's the banks, but still, I don't. <laughs> we have a bit of a way to go. My husband put up two shelves. He's never been prouder. Oh, oh that's so, so good. good. Hey, how did you go with the um, the inspection? Like, did you have to do just one-on-one, like, meeting? Um, no, it was pre-everything, it was pre right. yes, yeah. getting a bit 
you know, how it is now. So we were very, very lucky we made it in. So we got yeah. to inspect it quite a few times. Yeah. So. And that means you've got like a new environment for your ISO as well. Everything's new. <laughs> it is actually pleasant because it's a lot bigger than the last house. So right. mm. not that there's any silver linings, but we got one. Yeah. No, well and, done. And being at Springfield Lakes, I imagine that Orion Shopping Centre is getting an absolute lashing. Um, yes, but we're actually like we've actually moved away. That's where I used to live, so um, oh. we're we're more westerny now. But um, yeah, it, it's always busy there. Yeah, great shopping center, great water park there too. Mm-hmm. Does it, it have is, carpet? Yeah. Uh, no, it not does not that. have carpet. Mm. It's not as lardy dark as me to walk at anything else. And hey, <laughs> carpet now. <laughs> no, but you can leave your kids at the water park outside and go for a shop. Probably can't. Frowned upon. No one said anything to me yet. Yeah. <laughs> Naomi in Coomera. <laughs> Hi, how are you going, guys? We're good. What do you want to say, first calls? So um, I just wanted to raise a bit of awareness. Um, I'm a nurse working at Gold Coast Uni Hospital, and having lots of visitors come through and engaging with people in the community, I've noticed um, perhaps a little bit of confusion or just lack of knowing. Um, people are kind of replacing the alcohol rub instead of actually utilising hand hygiene with soap and water like as a priority. Yeah. I heard that so, that's the best. And then yes. as a fallback, you use a hand sanitizer. You don't use hand sanitizer that's, as a placement for washing your hands when you come out and do it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Yep. So um, definitely, you know, if you can use alcohol rub and which all the community is utilising, which is fantastic, um, but it, it also can, you know, there is best practice is any time between up to one to five times washing your hands or utilizing it for your hands. Mm. And then realistically, you should be washing your hands with soap and water after. Mm. Otherwise, it just becomes ineffective. Right. Okay. Um, Good to know. Mm. Naomi, yeah, you so, want to hear something awkward? Oh, uh, okay, go for it. Your, uh, your boss, the Minister of Health, Stephen Miles, is on the line on hold uh, right now. And he's, <laughs> have you ever met him before? No, no, I've not. Wanna, is wanna, he, wanna, wanna he his bo- boss? Let's yeah. do a quick intro. Right, okay. Minister Stephen Miles, we've got you on hold waiting for us. So sorry, Thank to, you for waiting sorry to just bring you on the air like this. Not at all. Hello. Hey, we've Hello. got Naomi, who's a nurse on the Gold Coast. She didn't know this, that you were, you were on hold while she's telling us all how we should wash our hands. She was giving great advice there. Soap and water is way better than the alcohol. Wow. There you go, Naomi. You've impressed the boss. Oh, gold star for you, employer of the month. Nathan, we haven't got your boss on, so that's fine. Uh, What do you want to say in first calls? Um, I heard you talking about the meteor show yesterday. I thought I'd call up about I had my had a first date under the meteor show. I thought I'd let you know about it. Oh, lovely. How did that go? was Was that your idea? Yeah, so like I was um, walking the dog and um, I, I said to her, like we were talking on online dating for a while and I said to her about how big the moon was and um, and then we started talking about the media show and I thought like a pretty romantic date, first date under um, like shooting stars, mm. a good story for the grandkids. Yeah. But um, it was a bit of a disappointment. There was only like one shooting star in the whole hour. Oh, <laughs> but what about the date though? Are you going to get a second oh, one? Oh, yeah. Well, we had a cheeky pass under the stars, so it was not bad. Social distancing pass, of course, yeah. We've got Steve Miles. Yeah. <laughs> He's only joking, Stephen. Are you going on a second date this weekend? Yes. Oh. Yeah. 
Mother's Day can go meet everyone. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Well, this is another zero day for Queensland. And my favourite days are zero days. No new cases of COVID-19. Yeah, announcement yesterday by Anastasia Palaszczuk saying that five people could go and visit um, another house this Sunday just in time for Mother's Day and to clear up exactly what the rules are. Stephen Miles, the Queensland Minister for Health, is on. Thank you for your time this morning, Stephen. Good morning. Now, don't laugh at my question, but when I went to childcare yesterday, we were talking about being able to get together with a family, and someone said to me, uh, yes, but children don't count as one person. Can you... uh, they do. Yeah, they do. cool, yeah. 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 It's all about saying that uh, a couple and their kids can go and visit a grandma on, on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a bit strange. In New South Wales, they're not counting kids as people in their uh, in their visitors, but we, but we always have, so mm-hmm. this is really about saying a whole, a whole household group, a family can uh, go see mum on Mother's Day. Oh, see, that's where it came from. That's where the yeah. confusion is. What happens for those that do have large families? Um, is it better for them to invite the five people over to theirs? Or is it just, no, I'm sorry, you're not going to be able to catch up? Yeah, that's right. You could have mum over to your place or you could visit in groups. Obviously, you've got all day. So you could do a morning tea and a lunch or whatever whatever works for you. I suspect the rule might get a, a few people out of visiting their mother-in-laws, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephen, be careful what you say, mate. You are live on the radio and your mother-in-law may be listening, listening to this show. Yeah, are you going to do a catch-up on Sunday? Uh, yeah, we're just working working that out out now. Actually. You mean well, your partner is? <laughs> something for, for my wife, who's been... A saint throughout this whole thing, and of course, oh. catch up with my mum too. Oh, lovely! And of course, uh, cabinet's meeting today. Are we expecting any other further weekend restrictions to be lifted, or is that more forward thinking? Yeah, it won't be. It won't be for this weekend, mm. but they'll be talking through what the, the next couple of steps are. We've been able to move ahead of some of the other states because we've been doing so well, which is which is really great, and mm. it's a, a gift for all of, all of Queensland's mums. Yeah, we've treated this whole thing like state of origin, just win at all costs. And like that's finally, what, the borders are shut. It's the Queensland <laughs> spirit. Um, uh, Stephen Miles, Queensland Minister for Health, is on with us this morning, mate. When when do you think though? Things like pubs and that will will open, and what will that look like? Yeah, look, it is still a little way off those kind of places where uh, where people gather. And uh, what we'll be looking to do is uh, have measures in place so that, that that social distancing can be can be implemented, as well as uh, record keeping of who's who's been there. So, um, you know, when you make a booking at a restaurant, you'll leave your name and phone number. Uh, that means that if there's a case there, that our contact tracers can get on to everyone mm. who's been at the restaurant. Uh, really quickly. So they're the, they're the kinds of things we're talking about. Would you be looking at doing what New Zealand has just announced and saying that, you know, you, you'll have to be seated, you've got to obviously be distanced, and there's only allowed to be a single server, meaning you're not allowed to go up and order your food. Are you they're looking all, at that and seeing if that works? Yeah, there are all, all, all the kinds of things we're looking at. Obviously, we don't want people crowding a bar and queuing up for mm. a beer, but if they're spread out at tables, that, that's a lower risk. So there are all the kinds of things we're looking at. It's going to be so civilised. I know. It's going to be strange, isn't it? Yeah. I tell you what, though, waitresses are going to be earning their money, aren't they? Running around to tables mm. and everyone trying to flag them down. Mm. And what about borders opening up um, for interstate travel? What would we need to, to be able to achieve for that to happen? Well, that's more about what happens in other states, really. Okay. So uh, once uh, New South Wales has uh, their... Uh, community transmission under control, then we can have a look at uh, have a look at those borders. But uh, I think we want to keep Queensland in the great position that we're in, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, that means keeping those border restrictions in place for a bit longer.
Is it hard? I don't know if you would get this question often because it's, you know, um, you're in politics, but this has been in the news yesterday with the pay freeze situation that's happening um, around the place. Do you guys sit down as a, as a cabinet, I guess, and discuss whether or not you will take the pay cuts um, or what will happen in the economy? Or is that just a directive you get from Anastasia? Oh, Anastasia was really strong on this, that she thought that all of us uh, should um, experience a bit of the pain. But, you know, lots of people are out of jobs, and so uh, those of us in fortunate enough to be in secure jobs uh, really should miss out on our pay rise this year. But, of course, all of the Cabinet supported it, and we've just been working through the detail. Obviously, it gets a bit complicated then when you've got uh, lots and lots of different agreements and different agencies that have all been at different stages, and so it's taken a little while to work through the detail of how you make it work. Are you saying the announcement yesterday that there were some public servants that are still going to get a pay rise? Does that mean that in their sector that they've agreed for not to have the freeze? Well, what it means is they didn't get their pay rise last year because they were still settling their EBAs. So uh, uh, those EBAs, though, had been agreed, and so we just needed to work through how to work out um, everyone missing out on their pay rise this year, but not, uh, but making sure those who'd agreed on a pay rise for last year and were entitled to it um, uh, got it. And a lot of those were, were health workers, and yeah. I think people would agree that uh, our health workers out of everyone deserve to be taken care of. Right? Oh, God, yeah. What you're saying True. is it just made a good headline for everyone to click on. Clickbait. Delayed, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Hey, another random question for you. Um, are you and Anastasia friends on Facebook? You know, because it's... Our friends on Facebook, yeah. yeah. We've known each other. Do you feel like you have to like her photos all the time? Then? <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone's got a boss, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Here's yeah, me yeah. in Paris. You didn't like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always hard to know, isn't it, whether to like what managers to have on your Facebook, and if yeah. you've if you've got your your big boss, the general manager, but not your your local manager. Did they you can request get her, or did she friend request you? Oh. Question: I probably requested her. Uh, yeah, good one. Good, good one. one. Like, I've got nothing to hide. Look at my photos. On <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> but don't look at that page. That's a different page. Yeah. That's my page. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, mate, thank you for your time this morning. We know you're extremely busy. Yeah, you you're probably tired. extremely tired as well because you've been working right around the clock. Stephen Miles, Queensland Minister for Health. Uh, great to talk to you, mate. Thanks for taking our call. Thanks so much for having me. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. <laughs> Zambrero Heathwood. Zambrero. Feel good, Max. Hey, one large taco and a wedding, please. Thank you. I love weddings so much that I became a marriage celebrant so I could marry friends just for fun. A little bit of a hobby because I just get so emotionally connected to it. And I love getting all teary and, oh, it's just love. Can a celebrant marry themselves? No. <laughs> cool. It's kind of like a justice of the peace can't uh, sign all their documents. That's why I looked into. Oh, being what's, what's the point of being a JP? Like I'm a not doctor pay the can't prescribe their own medicine. Uh, oh, right. Okay. Uh. <laughs> can't they? <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> but we know that a lot of people had to postpone their weddings because of what's going on. There's only a few people that are allowed to go to a wedding and keep social distance and they're like, just postpone. But there's some people that want to go ahead with the wedding and one of them was Emma in Laidley. She gave us a call and suggested uh, we do a drive through and we're like, food, a wedding, perfect. <laughs> so we're doing a drive through wedding. Yes. Uh, we've got to say thank you so much to Zambrero there in Heathwood. Uh, they heard Emma on the air and they were like, uh, we'll be available. Mm-hmm. We are more than happy to get you on. But what we realised, we do have Emma there. Hi, Emma. Good morning. We've realised um, we we have not even considered the, which usually happens at a wedding, the groom. 
<laughs> He's a very important part, isn't he? Well, we yes. want to know if he wants to. I guess that was my question. Because <laughs> yeah. I've got to make sure someone's not under duress. Uh, Ronan? Rowan. 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 Sorry, Rowan, are you yeah. there? Yep. Morning. Morning. This is You want to go ahead with it, right? Oh, well, someone's going to marry her, I suppose, don't they? There we go. I knew it was going to be a romantic one. Come on. Um, we'll talk about vows just off the air if you want. We can get someone else to be a ghostwriter, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did you think, Rowan, when Emma came home and she said, babe, we've been together for 15 years, we're engaged, we're, we're meant to get married, let's do it in a Zambrero drive through A bit of a shock, but, yeah, I said, oh, well, yeah, that's what you want to do, let's do it then. Yeah, right. what a good groom. See, that's what every good groom does. Yep. Throughout in the, the comfort of your um your, your car, it'll be yeah, perfect. You get a burrito. So we're talking about it. We do want to make it special to you guys, and we're saying about the bucks and hens, which is something that we always look f- forward focus to. On. It's the best part, <laughs> yeah. really. Isn't it? <laughs> so we're thinking, how do we do it? Do we do a Zoom? Because everyone's doing the Zoom conferences. Yeah. You know? Do we do a Zoom party? Yeah. Well, we, I mean, we did put a call through to Anastasia Palaszczuk and said, can you open up Honeybees just for this this weekend so we for can put them I, on? For you and I, Emma. Uh, but uh. she said no, unfortunately. <laughs> She's not getting my vote next year. No. <laughs> <laughs> For some of those uh, Thunder from Down Under boys, it's impossible to stay 1.5 metres away. <laughs> so what we're, what we're thinking, guys, is um, if we could set up Zoom this this weekend, maybe tomorrow, it'd have to be because no one wants to be on those conference calls for long. We could do a speed bucks and hens. Would you be open to the idea? Yes. Sounds all right to me. Oh, doesn't sound like he's up. big on the Zoom. Have you had any Zoom uh, parties or conferences over the last few weeks? <laughs> not me. No. No. No, not at I've all. I've had plenty of Zoom experience, so okay. um, you'll, be, you'll be taking his Zoom virginity, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and we're more than happy to, Rowan. Stav and I uh, will do that. Yes, uh, we will. What he, are you guys going to do? I mean, I know that Hens is going to be well, more fun, so Emma and I don't... You're not going to talk? We're going to talk about it. Are you, are you going to get Ro to shave his own eyebrows? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do it. No, do it. wax. It'd have to wax. Have to you wax don't them. shave yeah. them. Yeah. We, yeah. They wouldn't do that to him. Um, so here's what we need, though, because it is going to be different. We're all going to be via screen, and we are going to invite other listeners of the show, because you can have up to 100 on a Zoom, apparently. Okay. 13, 10, 60 ideas mm. for hen- the hens and the bucks. Um, what can we do via Zoom? Tomorrow, because I I'm I've got no, no ideas. Yeah, yeah, we've got to. Do it. It's this weekend, and if we do shave, <laughs> it's if, not like I'm busy. No. If we do shave, Rowan, we need at least no, a few days to, to, to get it to grow that's back. True. That's true. Or get yeah, it. To, that's true. Yeah. Um, at least I can't get tied up to a pole or anything. That's can true. Um, that's unless true. you do that yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the girls won't be able to get the, the novelty straws they always have. They might no, have to use the real thing. That's Emma. I'm sure we've all got some at home. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, left, leftovers from previous parties. Mm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, 131060, it's over to you now, Brisbane. Help us out. Uh, Emma and Rowan, we are marrying them in a Zambrero drive through on Thursday next week. But tomorrow, <laughs> via Zoom, we want to do a hens and bucks. We need your ideas. All right, 13, 10, 60. We'll get you on next here at Hit 105. If you've got a good idea, you'll even get yourself an invite. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Zambrero Heathwood. Zambrero. Feel good, Max. Hey, one large taco and a wedding, please. Thank you. We're going to do 
a wedding in a drive-thru. I never thought I'd be saying this, but with what's happening, there are restrictions on weddings. So our beautiful couple, Emma, who wanted to from Laidley, is going to stay in the car with her groom. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to marry them through the drive-thru window. <laughs> and then we're going to eat after. Hope the speaker's clear. Yeah, well. What? What'd you say? Huh? <laughs> uh, huh? <laughs> Sometimes it'll be like a mic at a wedding, you know, when you all got to pretend That's that true. you can't actually hear it. Mm. Uh, but we want to know thirteen ten sixty. Why don't you get involved with the, the Bucks and the Hens? We're going to throw it this weekend on Zoom. Yeah. Um, now, what we're going to do is we're not going to give out the Zoom code now because no. it might crash with everyone wanting to come and pawate. Uh, so we'll give it out on Instagram around 4 o'clock tomorrow. Um, we do need to plan it, though, because... I'm sure you girls have all good ideas. Guys, we like the day before, Mm. we're all running around trying to think, what are we going to do? Do you know what I want? Mm. If there is a police officer that would like to be a part of it, 131060, I want you to come in at the end and go, hey girls, I know you're having fun, but I'm sorry, I'm going to have to break this up (laughs) now. I thought you wanted them to strip. (laughs) Oh, no. So did I. Oh my God, actually. Yes. Mm. On thirteen ten sixty, I mean, turn that down, Abby. But yeah, of course, mm. we well, would do that. Hi, Senior Constable uh, Greg here from Mount Omni. Uh, <laughs> I'll just let you know on the weekends, <laughs> I'll do that too. No, I figured I had the outfit. No, so. I mean a firefighter would do that earlier on, and then right. the, a real police officer would say, "Hey, turn it down, ladies." Uh, Al and Jinder Lee, we are we're mm. taking ideas of what we can do on the Bucks and Hens uh, via Zoom. W- what do you reckon, Al? You could play strip poker with all your mates. Just with the. <laughs> Do you now, want to be involved with that? Because not invited. Not invited, Al. <laughs> I don't know about that. Do you cause... want to see that with stabbing Matt? What? Me? <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah. you can. Oh well, you know, yeah. since the ladies are listening, yeah. what we can do is just like need a jumper all together. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no! Trust us, we do not care if you're playing strip poker with each other. You do not need to tone that down. <laughs> uh, all right, look, hey, no idea is a bad idea, yeah, no, Al. That is one of our great sayings of the show. You guys show. Are gonna do it then? Take it on board. Yes, lock it in for you guys. I'll, I'll have you know, I'm a terrible poker player. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, Nikki's on from Woody Point. Uh, we, we are asking, it's going to be different for Emma and Rowan doing their uh, bucks and hens via Zoom. What's your idea? Oh, just make sure that you wear the hen sash, the ribbon, the crown, the veil. Mm. Yes, that's important, mm. isn't it? What about the hens? That, about that, that? Yeah, they got the reaction yeah, yeah. it deserved. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Does the hen actually, uh, does she like that? Like, you know how you always see the girl out and well, it's like... Were you supposed to embarrass her yeah, at the start yeah. of the night? She's like, no, no, no. But she secretly then, loves it. Because everybody like, knows oh. it's her. Yeah. When you go out, they're like, oh, well done on the wedding. Have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Jack is on from Acacia Ridge. thirteen ten sixty. Jack, what's your idea uh, for the Bucks and Hands via Zoom? Probably a lot of drinking games. No, yeah. lot Responsibly. A lot of, mm-hmm. lot of, lot of shots. Responsibly. Scotches, beers. Responsibly, okay. Yeah. And, and like maybe have a sneaky on the side that have like one in front of the camera, one on the side. Mm-hmm. Responsibly. Yeah. Is your last name Daniels, Jack? There's <laughs> <laughs> always, you know, Jack sounds to me like the one at the Bucks party mm. that you're wife-to-be is yes. sus on. Yes. Like, is Jack going to be there? You don't let Where's Jack it? anywhere near him. You're looking after him. bridal party? If he's the best man, I'm not giving him the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Casey and Belmere, what do you think we need for this uh, Zoom Bucks and Hens party? Um, I reckon you could do an scav- online scavenger hunt. So the bride yells out something that she wants everyone to find. You've got to run off and get it, and the last one back has the skull. Yeah. That's Responsibly. Not bad. <laughs> 
One of the upsides to the lockdown laws that have been in place is that we've all had a little bit more time to watch television. Yeah, and your television watching is different than most. It's uh, like you've nailed all the popular shows and you want something different. You want to be the first to see the new shows to go, yeah. did you see that? Oh, well, I have. I'll tell you about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, I'm getting a bit of a kick out of explaining these like shows to people that mm. I've found. Random shows, and then I get messages of going, oh my oh, God, I'm right. hooked. It's the best. Yeah. Have people started suggesting stuff to you? Yes, they have. Mm. Uh, I'm in a, a Gary, who is our most... Um, uh, VIP listener? Yeah, VIP. Uh, he, Him and I are always on the weekends. He's like, have you seen this? Have you seen that? And here is one that I want everyone to watch. It is called Thousand Pound Sisters. Alright. It follows the journey of two sisters, of course, from America. I'm Amy. And I'm Tammy. And we're the Slade sisters. Between the two of us, me and Tammy probably weigh at least a thousand pounds. So we decided that we're gonna have weight loss surgery. What's that That's in kilos? Four hundred and fifty kilos, is that right? Correct. Yeah. And wow. so when I started watching it, first thing I did was go to Google yeah. and convert pounds to kilos. I think you divide by uh, two point two or something. That's yeah. that is that through? Yeah, they're very, very big girls. They're American, you say? They're yeah. Are they swimwear <laughs> Well, it's funny you mention it because in it, the whole story is the journey of them. They're going to have weight loss surgery. Yeah. And you have to be a certain weight to be able to do it. Otherwise, anesthetic is dangerous. Oh, That's right. right. Mm. And in it, part of the exercise routine is to get into a pool because, you know, you're a little bit more yeah, weightless. Yeah. And um, one of the girls actually can't walk. She has a walker. And when they get into the pool, she actually wears a bikini. Right, and I, I I don't know why I just assumed that she would cover everything up. I think it was harder as well. Like with a bikini, it would be easier. Yeah, you can't really get a one piece that big. Yeah, um, I don't know. Um, but it follows their journey, and throughout it, it is very. You're watching them, and you're thinking, "This is all your fault. Mm. You, you've gotten to this situation." Um, uh, Amy does go off to hospital recently. Tammy was in the hospital with really bad gout. She used to be able to walk without a walker. Now she needs a lot of help. When she got out of the hospital. Me and Michael decided to let her stay with us for a little bit. Sorry, I mixed them up there. Tammy goes mm-hmm. to hospital, but what happens is... Michael is Michael her husband? Michael yeah. is the husband. And so after hospital, Tammy's the biggest sister. She's 600 pounds. Yeah. She goes to live with her sister and the husband, and they're pretty much her carer because she can't get up off the couch. Right. So after she comes back from the hospital, uh, from recovering from her gout, she goes, it's time to cook her a meal and uh, look after her. I know Tammy got sick of the hospital foods. So I want to make some of her favorite foods for dinner. So we're making lasagna, we're making chicken dumplings, hamburgers, pasta, peanut butter pie, candy bar cake, and applesauce cake. Living with Tammy, the main problem is having enough food to fill her up. 
Wow. That is one meal. That's one meal. One meal. Wow. God, that's tempting. Uh, I mean, I was watching them fill the um, trolley thinking that looks like fun. So what are they, do they help them throughout this program? They do. So they're, they're going to see a doctor yeah. in Florida and he's given them a very strict sort of um, diet to follow, exercise to do, and they actually are teaching them along the way. Because right. in America, it's true, they don't know nutrition, some mm. people, mm. and they're trying to explain foods to them and explain to them what is healthy, what is not. Um Throughout it as well, they decide it's time to have a little bit of fun. Amy never got to have a uh, bachelorette party. Okay. So they go to have a bachelorette party. As you can tell, they're super redneck. Mm. Walmart's the only place they get their food. So the TV show sets them up to go to a winery. And it's the most fancy winery. It's some sort of like Italian guy who's serving. And you can see on his face when the Thousand Pound Sisters sit down, he's like, oh, my God, Mm. the appetizers are not going to be enough for these girls. (laughs) Um, So this is them um, at the winery on the hen's party. I'm at a winery and I brought my pimp coat. You You seriously think you're going to have this job? She's got a pimp cup. She's drinking a straw. She's drinking the wine through the straw. Um, They've never been to a winery. It's the fanciest place they've ever been. So they ask her. You know, she's tried all the wines, um, and she gives a bit of a review Mm. as to what she thought about these wines. Some of these are like $1,000 bottles of wine that they're drinking. There she goes. You don't chug it. (laughs) The first Trump wine, it was really strong. The second one was nasty. It needed lots of sugar. And then the third (laughs) one... And you're supposed to swirl it. It was good. You, the last wine usually is the best one. Mm. They are not going to like the tiny portions at the fancy restaurant. Oh, they didn't. Yeah. They weren't. They weren't happy about that uh, at all. So you're watching the show throughout, and you do judge these two girls the entire way along. And you're looking at them, and you're going, "You've done this to yourselves." You know, um, Tammy is so big that they have to put down all the seats in the back of the van uh-huh. yeah. and put a bean bag in the back. For her to be able to drive anyway. Wow. So you do, you fully judge them, and then you start to learn the story about them. We didn't really get much love and affection growing up. We got told we were stupid, we were lazy, ugly, fat. Our grandma, on the other hand, she was basically our mom. When grandma passed away, I was 10 and Tammy was 11. After my grandma died, food was the only enjoyment. We had. Oh, that breaks your heart. And you know it's so much psychological when people are yeah. harming themselves like that. Oh, poor things. And that's one of the amazing things about this show is it does, you kind of, whilst you're judging them and then you hear their story of how horrible their mother was to them, you can understand. Mm. Happy ending? Oh, they're there. Um, I you haven't, haven't got all the way to the end. Go, <laughs> I haven't watched it all the way to the end yet. I want to hook you in. Um, and you do find out whether or not they have the surgery. But it's on um, the TLC channel, mm-hmm. which is my new favourite channel. Or you can jump onto Facebook and check it out. It's called Thousand Pound Sisters. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Guys, on the phone with us now, uh, two-time Gold Logie winner Tom Gleason <laughs> is on the air. Good morning, Tom. 
Oh, good morning. I have to correct you. I've won one gold Logie, but it's lasting two years now. Uh, yes. I can't claim that I've won twice. No. Um, but I will have won twice next year, and then I'll have two gold Logies for three years, <laughs> and then three for four years, and then four for five years, and I'll be the reigning gold Logie <laughs> champion until the end of time, let's be clear. Yeah. Well, we were joking about it, that if it's cancelled, then you obviously um, are staying the champion, you and you posted it. photos about it, and that's what I love about you. You are humble. Um, you said that you <laughs> ate the bat. Uh, to be able to win for two years, so well done. Well, that's the thing. See, see, because I won the gold logie, I was worried no one would know about it because it was on this obscure TV channel called Channel 9 that no one watches anymore. So I needed to make sure everyone knew. Good one. (laughs) The thing I loved loved about about you winning last year, Tom, was everyone was so pissy about it, you know, because you had a great campaign and you, you got stuck into people. And then when you got up there with it in your hand and you could see everyone was filthy and you just went, Guys, they're jokes. Mm-hmm. And then you could see everyone's face go, yeah, we have been a bit antsy. <laughs> we, we haven't been able to also, take a joke. it's kind of like rich people saying money doesn't make you happy and everyone has to go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stav, you'd appreciate this. The, uh, the Logies last year was held on the Gold Coast yes. at Jupiter's Casino. Yes. And you're probably like me. You've probably done a lot of... A lot of gigs in that in that particular function room, performing yes. at private functions for various industries. Well, for me, it was just another, another. shit corporate gig. So <laughs> when I saw indifference on people's faces, I just carved through that. That means you probably get paid for it next month. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, but hey, you are, I believe, you've been selected in a very prestigious list of the, is it the top 10 comedians in Australia to be featured on Amazon? Uh I don't think that's possible because Tommy Little was on the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how they chose them, but yeah, I'm in the 10 as a, as, as a result of that. But yeah, I've got a brand new special on Amazon Prime. I think it's up today, actually. Yeah. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Just in time for the weekend. Is that going to be the same gig yeah. that you were going to do here at QPAC in May? No. So this, is, this show was recorded last year oh, at the end God. of last year. So this was part of a tour called Joy. So the Lighten Up tour I'm still doing. So I only ever record a special after I've finished touring it. So mm. I can watch it and then eventually come to a live show and know there's not going to be a double up. So, yeah, this, this show's from last year. Good. Do you do that thing that bands do? Do you look out in the audience and go, now we're recording this so we need everyone to go extra hard, Brisbane, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I actually do quite the opposite, which might be foolish. I just do the regular gig because mm. I feel like I just want it to seem like a normal gig. I didn't edit anything out. There's, there's heckles all through the show. Brilliant. I just left them in. <laughs> sometimes the audience get well, sometimes the hecklers get the better of me. But, but I feel like I think that people are entertained watching me struggle with hecklers, <laughs> not just nailing them. I think they enjoy seeing me work it out in real time. So there's a bit of back and forth in my shot. Yeah, we're waiting for you to go red. Oh, there you go. He's going redder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tom, I reckon you'll give us an honest answer out of this. So where did coronavirus start? Oh, um, I believe it began in a wet market. Sorry, I'm I'm a scientist. I don't give in to... Um, conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. You, you want to do? Oh no, you do whatever you whatever you do. You, you do boo. you boo. Um, <laughs> I love how he's got uh, all political and Australian I, comedian <laughs> to find. We out had the, the prime fact. minister, and he didn't ask him that. No, 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 he didn't want. He didn't want the real story. <laughs> no, I don't want the truth. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just. Wanted... Do you have any other questions about about um, epidemiology or whatever it's called? I'd, I'd be happy to help. <laughs> how do you uh, think, how do you think the economy is going to go oh, yeah. uh, this time next year, Tom? 
No, 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 no. I said I did science at uni, yeah. not, not, not pseudoscience. Yeah. I can't help you with economics. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, and what about Mother's Day? Got anything planned this Mother's Day? Do you go all out? Well, it's a bit tricky with my mother. She seems to be per, uh, permanently disappointed. So I could get her flowers and she'd be like, well, what, what am I going to do with flowers? Am I going to eat them? Mm-hmm. But if I sent her chocolates, she'd be like, oh, great, chocolates. Now I've got to avoid eating them because I'll, I'll put on weight. But, oh, mum, I don't know how to please you. So wonder where you get it from, Tommy. Whatever I, <laughs> yeah, whatever I do, she's going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we've actually is... been having we've, we've been having... We've actually been having family Zoom meetings, uh, which, to be fair, were mostly set up for my mother's benefit because we thought it'd be nice that she could see all of her children. Mm. Uh, But she's always the first to leave. I think within 10 minutes, she's like, that's it. I've had enough. See ya. (laughs) Is it true she wanted Amanda Keller to win? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. She still still enjoys entertainment. Right. There we go. Ah, yes. <laughs> well, you can see you entertaining everyone. Amazon Prime, it is out today. Um, it's your stand-up special, Joy, Tom Gleeson. Always a pleasure, mate. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, we're going to play Alpha Bucks, the Lucky Dip edition. If you play, you are guaranteed to win the prize of the day. M is your letter. M for Mary. She means And three of the answers are money, Miami and magenta. <laughs> Happy and Matt's Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. It's the Lucky Dip Edition. If you get on, you are guaranteed the prize. We're just playing to see how good you can be, and we give away the answers because we want to get 10 out of 10 if we can. That's right. And playing this morning is Adam in Mansfield. Morning, Adam. G'day, guys. Now, you've got two clues under your belt, so you know that your letter is L for letter. You also know how to play. We're going to give you 30 seconds on the clock. You've got to answer every answer with that L. You can't repeat an answer and say pass to give yourself as much time, okay? Gotcha. Yeah, you're going to be good at this, Adam. I can just hear it in your voice. All right, first question. Name a fruit. Lychees. Name a car brand. Lexus. Name an animal. Leopard. Name a country. Pass. Name a mode of transport. Um, Lunging. Name a female music artist. (laughs) Uh, Lisa Loeb. Name a fictional character. Um, pass. And name something you find in an office. Uh, a lounge chair. Name a TV mm-hmm. show. Yeah, we've got lounge chairs here. Yeah, we do have lounge chairs. Get on board the uh, the lunges. Yeah, you said lunges, right? Yeah. Just a quick one. How long would it take me to lunge from the Gold Coast to Brisbane? <laughs> Uh, last time I did it, it was probably about two days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well done, Legend. You got yourself a five out of ten. And for something different today, uh, over there in the prize room is Stuart. Stuart, tell us, oh. what has Adam won? You've just scored yourself a Solara food prize pack. Solara delivers plant-based meals fresh to you, nutritionist and chef-crafted. Order today. There you go, Adam. Fantastic. That's mm. awesome. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Mother, there is no other. I feel a bit emotional about Mother's Day on Sunday because my mum is uh, interstate mm. and the borders are shut. And I probably wouldn't have seen her, but now I know I can't. I want to. But I, yeah. I know it's corny, but I would say that my mum is my best friend because we have gone through so much fighting. But then when I became an adult, we're, we're really close. Mm. Mum and I do talk every day. Mm. 
And there is a, a friend of mine that is dealing with Mother's Day uh, the first time without her mum. Oh. Oh, it's you know, hard. It is hard, and that's just what I, I think of those people out there that don't have a mum on Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Um, it's it is tough, and we've spoken about this before. That it's not until you're an adult, or, or like until you have your own children, that it dawns on you exactly what your parents did do for you. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, okay. That that you know, I always thought that they were just having a go at me or putting me down, but really they were trying to raise me to be a good person. I used to always mm. judge my mum for being a stay-at-home mum. Oh, really? Yeah, and I th- and during my teenage years, even gave her grief about it because I thought, well, she didn't do anything, and then mm. I realised, oh my god, she had the hardest job. Mm. Oh, completely. She, she completely raised us as our dad, who is still my hero, but would be out mm-hmm. <laughs> to any of the parenting. Now I've realised that's the dream. Why do you think I work in the mornings? Morning routine's not fun. Mum was stuck at home with us. Yeah. Oh, my God, that poor woman. Yeah. <laughs> now, you have to admit, this was good for you. I know you didn't think it at the time, but I will say that if there is someone that you can't tell how much you love them, it is good to write it down in a letter. Mm -hmm. And we did this for Father's Day for you guys uh, because you've sadly lost your fathers. And I know you make jokes about it, but I know that you both dearly wish that your fathers were here. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, every single day. On Father's Day, you wrote letters to them. I'm sorry I ignored the last phone call that you ever made to me. And I didn't know what to say because you were really sick. By the time I was ready to call you back, you were already gone. I'm sorry you never met Rory. She would have liked you, you big idiot. <laughs> you were a lovely, kind, gentle man who was trapped by drugs and couldn't escape. And I'm sorry that I'm sometimes afraid that I'm very much my father's son. Good, good times. <clears throat> it's not bad to be emotional, Stan. <sighs> it's. It, I will admit, you were right when we when we did it. Uh, it's very confronting it to is. do, but it is. It does feel very therapeutic mm. because I know one of the biggest regrets I had and I had a, a good relationship with my dad yeah. I, one of the things I, I did regret after he passed is I went I wish I had have said more I wish I had have uh, thanked him more and I wish that you I had I know have, that you did though you yeah, know that but, he would have appreciated it but in your head you never had enough yeah mm. you can yeah. always say more yeah, you always think to yourself if you ha- if you just had one one more day. Mm. And then let me tell you, don't watch that I movie was onwards. Say. Don't watch onwards. <laughs> okay. watch it? I've seen bits of it. <laughs> okay. um, <laughs> you just had one more day. Then what would you say? Yeah, and and I think I think it, it's really important for people to to do that. You know, when I let a hug because we're doing so. I know it's going to be hard. Allowed to? No, it's not. No, it's, it's you know virtual hug. We want it on thirteen ten sixty. Is there something that you would like to say to your mum, or maybe you wish you had said to your mum? Yeah. And you want to say it now if they're not around, you're more than welcome to. 13, 10, 60. Because I feel like you're always with your thoughts, you know, and you know how much you love your dad. But like you said, you never construct it mm. into sentences and to say it out loud, it just makes it real and mm. it's sometimes a realisation to yourself. If I, write, I write letters to friends that have passed away. Yeah. 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 Just to give them updates and then I'll be like, oh, as if I didn't give an update, you're up there looking at me. <laughs> Where do you send them? No, I just do it on my phone. Mm. Yeah. I think, that, I think <laughs> it's important. I need a stamp. <laughs> Could you uh, imagine <laughs> the whole time I've got all these letters? Not from over again. Sorry. Well, 13, 10, 60, uh, <laughs> the phones are open. Um, what would you like to say to your mum? If you, if you could say one more thing, what do you wish that you could? You know, Valentine's Day, a lot of guys go, oh, it's just a commercial day. 
Mm. It's like guys are too scared to say it about Mother's Day. Because okay. it's not a commercial day. It's one of the most important days <laughs> on the calendar to appreciate the wonderful things that women do. That was a trick and you passed. Well done. Thank you. Uh, but we want to know, can you not be with your mum this Mother's Day? Is there a message that you want to get? Maybe uh, they, they're elderly and vulnerable, so you can't visit them at this time during COVID-19, or maybe they are interstate or sadly have passed away. Um, don't be afraid to call 131060. Um, I do want to say to men that if you're able to send a podcast link to your mother about them saying, oh, look what I said on the radio, I would get, uh, you will win Mother's Day we, in your family. We just got asked um, to, about our mums for like a promo that they're doing. I told my mum that. She goes, oh, you're kidding. I missed it. What did the boys say about their mums? I was like, oh, it works. Uh, so 131060, if you want to get on the air, and uh, say how much you love and appreciate your mum. We got uh, Rashna from Forest Lakes. Morning, Rashna. Good morning. How are you, Steph? We are good, lovely. What would you like to say to your mum? I would like to say her that thank you so much for giving up her career and raise uh, four siblings. And I never said her I love you, so I want to say that I love you. And I wish that she will be here with me this year, but uh, because of COVID-19, she can't be. So, yeah, I missed the chance. <laughs> but hopefully soon she comes here and then we can spend time together because she has not been here since 10 years. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So she, she's over in India. Were you planning a trip for her to come here? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so... Yeah, I wanted to spoil her, <laughs> but uh, now we can't. So I'll wish that everything's soon finished and she can come over. Yeah. We're um, we're very popular in India, so she probably is listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell her this. <laughs> uh, Brian's on from 8 Mile Plains. Thanks for calling through, Brian. Hey, how's it going, guys? We're good. Your hey, mum passed away, um, 2018, pancreatic cancer. It was pretty mm. tough for our family. But we had 12 weeks, one of the best 12 weeks with her when we were told, ironically, on Mother's Day in 2018. Oh. On July the 1st, she passed away. And um, I guess for us, it was just having that moment with her, you know, getting our last wishes and, you know, everything in there. But, um, you know, you just takes a smile and uh, just those late-night talks, you know, with her and... Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's one of those times. But, you know, our yeah. family is still grieving and still going through those hard times, and everyone grieves differently, you know, and our siblings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely one of those moments where when Mother's Day uh, comes up, you know, you just really think of the, the amazing things that she did for us, yeah. the, sac- the, sac- the sacrifices she did and all that. So, yeah. What's some of the things <laughs> that she wanted to do in those 12 weeks? I mean, I, I know you said you stayed up late talking a lot. Well, yeah, she was really, um, she was one really tough lady and she didn't believe that she had pancreatic cancer and she just didn't want to see us. Uh, she didn't want us to see her in pain yeah. as such. She really wanted us to know that, um, you know, she, she's going to be in a better place. And, and because she, um, her faith was really strong, she just wanted us to know that it's not in this life, it's in the next life as such that uh, she'll be happy as such and no more pain, no more sorrow. So, yeah, it really tested our faith uh, um, with me and my siblings, but it actually brought us together even stronger. So today I can say our siblings, yes, we still fight, but 
in terms of, you know, making sure we get over it and uh, still loving each other. Good on you, buddy. Beautiful. Thank you. Thanks for calling, Brian. Claire, you're on. You've got some words that you'd like to say for your mum? Uh, yeah, so um, my mum passed away in October. This will be my first Mother's Day without her. Mm. Um, she actually took her life after being bullied, and I just want her to know that I'm doing everything I can to, you know, spread mental health awareness and that bullying is not okay because there's so many lives that are affected by it. And um, she was such a strong, strong woman, the last person that you ever would think would be affected by something like this. And I just wanted to know that I love her and I miss her so, so much. Oh, Claire. I'm so sorry that happened. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) She'd be proud of you, Claire, and everything that you are wanting to achieve on her behalf. I try every day. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much for calling and sharing your story. Of course, Lifeline um, is always available as well for anyone who's doing it tough. 13, 11, 16. Um, Claire, celebrate your mum this Sunday uh, as well. She sounds like she was a beautiful lady. I love myself. Yeah. I need to carry on and, you know, enjoy it for that. My children. Oh, you're a mum too. Yeah, I've got two boys. Oh, beautiful. We'll get spoiled. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Happy Mother's Day. We're talking to the people that have completely stuffed up Mother's Day in the past. This is your redo. Make it good. Uh, We've had some great ones. Uh, A girl who forgot Mother's Day, couldn't get flowers because it was so late in the day, so gave her mum a bunch of coriander. (laughs) <laughs> yes, her mum doesn't like coriander. No. So there you go. Uh, Justin in Bald Hills, um, this is your opportunity to uh, do better with Mother's Day. What was your worst Mother's Day that you did? Oh, my God. I completely forgot about Mother's Day. And so, and I was hungry, so I went to McDonald's, got myself some food. They stuffed up my order. They gave me an extra frozen Coke. So I made my way home, and then my mum's like, what did you get me for Mother's Day? I'm like, here you go. And I gave her a frozen coke. Um, so I think they're just they didn't stuff up your order. They just gave you extra value. Yeah, actually, it kind of worked out good. But yeah, my mum didn't think so. So yeah, I was in the doghouse for a little bit. But yeah. Oh, bless. Rosie, if she was hungover and you gave her a yeah. frozen coke, that'd be the greatest yeah. gift of all. I would have been. My mum usually likes to be spoiled, and um, yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, yep. And it was, I work in retail too, so I don't know why I oh, forgot. <laughs> Everyone's coming in going, you got the thing for Mother's Day. Like, I'm reminded why? every day, and I bring what? out the Mother's Day stuff. <laughs> oh my god. Are you close to your mum? I am actually very close with my mum. Um, yeah, I'm a big mama's boy. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, we're yeah. hoping that you can make this a, a good one for her on Sunday. Oh my god, yeah, she'll love this. All like, right. oh my god. Well, you got $300 to spend it into Flora. Oh my god, thank you so much. Uh, they don't have frozen Cokes there, but I think they've got chocolates oh, and all sorts of stuff. Get a one for old times sake. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think I can arrange that. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, buddy. Thank we may you. not be able to all be together this Mother's Day, but we can still be thankful for all that Mum has given us. Uh, all thanks to Interflora. There is still time to get onto their website and order something today. It is Friday, everyone. That means it's the end of the working week. It is. And we're going to have two days off. Yep. 
All right. Are you just reminding people? Well, oh, that's yeah. right. Sorry. Yeah. If someone <laughs> asked him to uh, say the days of uh, the week because they're working from home and it's all rolling into one, mm. they asked you to say in the morning, and it seems like you have just remembered at the end of the show. Top mark for you, Abby. And it seems random and weird, but <laughs> yes, well, it is a Friday. It's an improvement on yesterday where the first day he was told to do it and he got the day wrong. <laughs> oh, on the back of the call, she's like, can you remind everyone the day? I said, sure. Happy Wednesday, everyone. No, <laughs> And he Thursday. wasn't joking. He wasn't yeah, joking. So Friday, Friday, Friday today. Mm-hmm. Have a great weekend. Enjoy. Yeah, and enjoy Sunday. Yes. It's the first time that you've been out to see your family because uh, Mother Day, Mother's Day restrictions are... Easing? Yes. Mm-hmm. If you get into our podcast, we spoke to Stephen Miles, the Minister for Health, who nice cle- cleared up Lovely a few guy. things around the new rules today. Um, so go and download the podcast after the show and get those. And we should have an update for Monday, um, hopefully around pubs and restaurants, National Cabinet meeting today. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm dying to get into a pub to have a schooner with, with my your son. son. I know. So... He's, uh, he's now he's 18. 18, yeah, mm. during isolation. Uh, have a great weekend. We'll see you guys on Monday. Bye. Bye. Stab, Abby, and Matt. Stab, Abby, and Matt.